Warning, content not suitable for children. Listener discretion advised, yo. Screaming Chewy Show, your source of entertainment and overall fuckery. And it starts now. Me and homie Gafilter, host of the Gafilter Show, will be discussing um, comic book characters from DC and Marvel. Some you might never heard of, you know. From the 1940s, 50s, all the way through the 70s, and uh, they're pretty fucking racist. <laughs> yeah, so stay tuned and, um, yeah, welcome to Politically Incorrect Comic Book Heroes, huh? And villains. Hey everyone, welcome back to another exciting episode of Screaming Chewy Show. This is your host, Screaming Chewy, and I'd like to welcome back another special guest. You guys know him. Getting filthy with good filter. You remember that? So I'd like to welcome back good filter. Oh yeah, good filter back again on this lovely screaming chewy show, the best show out there. Orale. right up. It's up there with the good filter show, man. It surpassed mine. You kidding me? No, no, no. Let, let's not be humble here. <laughs> I mean, you're a badass. Nah. You know, take it, man. <laughs> so man what you been up to yo oh my god a lot man <laughs> fucking busy as fuck right traveling everywhere man it's, it's, it's been insane traveling everywhere and everything and it's just been a uh a tough journey and my show kind of suffered some points because of it but at least i had your show to help me throughout these travels man screaming Chewy show has always been a a nice uh companion along these journeys well, thank you, man. Appreciate it. You know, and uh, you know, if, if anybody's out there in quarantine, you know, just keep tuning in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <You're> locked down. <laughs> mm-hmm. So today's topic. Well, mm-hmm. on my show, I haven't really nerded out, and um, you know, I haven't talked about comic books, you know, or Marvel or DC and all that. So I figured let's nerd out a little bit. Talk about some comic book heroes. But with a twist, right? Because there's some really fucking crazy ass ones, some racist ones, or politically incorrect comic book heroes. Oh boy. As they would say nowadays, politically incorrect. Mm hmm. Shit that wouldn't fly nowadays. (laughs) Oh boy. So, I mean, yeah. So, first guy here, Egg Foo. So that don't sound racist, right? Not at all. Egg Fu, I'm going to guess he is of Asian descent. Uh-huh. Yep. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, my. Oh, no. Yeah. I, I got I got Egg Fu there. Mm. Oh, nice. Okay. So Egg Fu, he's actually an enemy of Wonder Woman. And um, <laughs> oh, boy. He was created in 1965. And uh, his English dialogue was written in a Chinese accent. And uh, this is how it's spelled English, 
E N G R I H. Wow. <laughs> Angrish. Uh. In recent years, DC has attempted to gloss over the character's politically incorrect past, but the damage was done. Once they started printing out dialogue that was swapped with the letter L for the letter R. Wow. <laughs> and I guess there's another Asian supervillain in Iron Man's longtime foe, the Mandarin. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, the Mandarin is definitely, uh, I could see is that. Like, first the name the Mandarin. <laughs> and then he's Asian. Sounds like Chinese food, right? Mandarin? Yeah, it's like deliciousness. But then it's like, oh, man. I heard he's every Asian stereotype put into one racist character. <laughs> <laughs> so you know about the Mandarin? He got the Foe Man too. He got the whole, he got the everything, man. He's got the rings. He's got like the ten rings of power. He's got the long nails. He reminds me of uh, Chow Young Pat or whatever from Pirates of the Caribbean, where he had the 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 eyebrows hairs came all freaking long, like the old the long Kung nails. Fu master. Yeah, Kung Fu. Yep. And I think he knew Kung Fu, didn't he? The Mandarin. Oh yeah, he knew Kung. He he was like a martial artist and like a uh, like a magic person. Like a magic user, like Doctor Strange and such. So he's an Asian Doctor Strange? Yeah, except Asian to the second power. <laughs> and then there's another one here. Um, okay, hold on really quick. I'm trying to send you this link. The poor Mandarin, though. But, I mean, he's still around and people like him. He was in the, he was in the Iron Man movie. Wait, and- was he? Yeah, he was in Iron Man two, 3. Iron Man 3. What the fuck? I do not remember that. Yeah, and there was quite a twist. They used... um, Oh, my. I forgot who was the name of the gentleman that actually played him. Um, So it was weird because they had an Asian guy, and he was fitting the stereotype. He's like, some people call me a terrorist, and some people... I prefer the word teacher or whatever, but... Um, Trevor Slattery, or no, Ben Kingsley. Ben Kingsley was the actor. So they made him very, like, mystical and Ben Kingsley. Dude, I had no idea that was a fucking Mandarin in Iron Man 3. <laughs> yeah. But they they kind of played something weird where then Ben Kingsley's character was like a fake and the real Mandarin was the white guy that freaking had the something to do with tony in the beginning like many many years ago so it was weird no oh, one really kind, enjoyed it kind of like mysterio from yeah, spider-man like a fake thing or something so they copped out of the asian stereotype thing huh oh yeah yeah they definitely <laughs> cashed in on that and um so here's another one cod piece c-o-d piece and uh, i'm pretty sure um what you're thinking, what it kind of sounds like, right? Fish, right? It sounds like fish to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, maybe it could smell like fish, maybe. Uh-oh. <laughs> that part. <laughs> Uh-oh. So it's pretty much a villain in another DC guy. And uh, he was pretty much insecure about, you know, his, a certain size, certain body part. It sounds like we have a lot in common. <laughs> oh, no, dude. You're going to make a piece, too? 
I don't. We're gonna find out what kind of hero I need to be now. So um, he was very unlucky in love, and he blamed it on maybe you know that certain part of his body. Even so, more like me now. Oh boy. <laughs> so ultimately, he becomes so preoccupied with his size. He constructed this huge mechanized cod piece that had a maraud of deadly weapons, including rockets and menacing drills. <laughs> wow. Even oversized gag items like spring-loaded boxing gloves. That's some fucking Looney Tunes shit. Ooh, yeah. Wow. So, so, it sounds like I need to go create a suit where... My penis is just gonna just just gun people down at my penis power. Like they thought I had a small dick, not anymore. Hey, and then um, just do a spinoff instead of cod piece, just call yourself cock piece. Yeah, Fuck it. At this point, if I'm real life going out there, I mean, once this apocalypse hits. I might just have to embrace my one-inch Peter and just say, I am cockpiece! Gefilte no more! You take over, get all the toilet paper, using you your cockpiece. There you go. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> what, like we were talking about last night on uh, Xbox Live, you know, how, how much pressure can the velocity of semen shooting out do oh, damage my. to one's eyeball, right? Maybe that cockpiece... Blow your eyeball out. Yeah, I'll have 400 pounds of square inch of pressure. <laughs> hey, there's no harm in copying them. I mean, there's Deadshot and Deadpool, right? So be cut a piece and cut a piece. I'm going to put that together. Uh, oh, man, that's a wild one right there. Straight up making one about fr their freaking penis because he got neglected. Like, like what the hell? That's and crazy. that's a fucking DC character, yo. Like, what the fuck, right? Yeah, it's not like some whack-ass brand. It's not, that's DC still going today. And here's another one. I don't think it's like racist as it, they make it sound. It's a vibe. And a, another DC guy. Hmm. And um, so he was an ex-Detroit gang member, a Mexican, right? So, of course, you know, he's got a... The ethnic person like that's got a criminal background. That's their whole big deal right there. But okay, but he's been seen in DC universe with expanded abilities. I guess he came out in uh the CW's The Flash and Arrow. Oh, okay. And he's a good break dancer. <laughs> okay. Now I'm curious about his ethnicity. Right. I wonder if he's like Orale. Yeah, what? Wait, so he's a he's a Latin dude? He's a Mexican dude? Yeah. Oh, okay. Or it might be black. <laughs> the vibe. I don't know. I think, oh, he was a Hispanic gangbanger. Yup. From the streets of Detroit. Oh, my. And it looks like the Justice League of America needed Latin flavor. What were people thinking? They're just sitting around at a board and they're like, all right, gentlemen, there's an overabundance of Caucasian people in our comics. We need more flavor. We need more diversity. All right. How about we make a character where he's all about Latin stuff and this and that, and we'll call him Vibe. 
I love it. Print it. <laughs> With the Mexican accent, his name is Bibe. 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 What if, like, you know, they're all fucking having a meeting, you know, they need more Latin flavor, and they see the janitor. Hey, jefe, we need, no, we need more toilet paper. <laughs> and they're like, that's it. We need some Mexican flavor. We need some. Like what were like what were they thinking about the freaking egg Fu Manchu and freaking Mandarin like, like <laughs> we have all these Russian bad guys and these Nazi bad guys but we need a Chinese bad guy the Chinese <laughs> virus so that we need a Chinaman superhero yeah. you know, sir that's pretty racist the next thing well, you he's know from China they're gonna call they're gonna have a new one called Corona Man and he, he infects people with a virus. And he's from China. China. Dude, I, I was fucking laughing, bro, during that video with Trump. Sir, that's don't you think that's racist? The Chinese virus? And he's straight up he's like, it's from China. I'm like, oh my god. It is from China. <laughs> I mean, whether if, if, uh, yeah, okay, yeah, we won't go into that. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was funny. Yeah, it was, it was funny. I was just going to come up with a metaphor like if people, like if let's say like Mexicans live from the moon, I'd call it the moon virus and not a Mexican virus, you know? Because <laughs> it came from the moon. Oh, I mean, like, you can't argue with that. He kind of has, he has a point, you know? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> So it sounds like a sense of anarchy coming. Anarchy, anarchy. Like the anarchist, Captain Coconut. Have you heard of Captain Coconut? Oh, tell me about him. Tell me about him. Oh my God, he was—he's an African American dude that was adopted <laughs> by white people, and people. <laughs> and he didn't understand why his skin was darker than other people. Oh no, <laughs> it's so bad. So he kept washing his hands obsessively to clean the dirt off of his skin. Oh my god! <laughs> and that and that obsession with it, like that cleanliness, racial shame, led him to discover his mutant power, which was acidic sweat that generates an unknown type of energy. But <laughs> like, oh my god! Can you believe that? <laughs> like you, you're a kid. Imagine if that happened in real life one day. Like a kid gets adopted from Africa. He's only got white parents, and he, he lives in a small little rural town in the middle of Alabama, and all he sees is white people, and he's trying to wash his hands because he thinks he's dirty. That's just so sad. Oh, that man. is sad, and I could see that happening. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that is sad. Mm -hmm. So why would they call him coconut? Is it because it's, like, brown on the outside and white in the inside? That's exactly why he was Captain <laughs> Coconut. Um, yep, because he is white on the inside. It's just insane. Oh boy. Like who's fucking like who's the idiot that approved this shit? Like, this will be a great idea. This is gonna be an exceptional comic. And what I love is that these are comic book characters from you know big comic book names, you know? The big the big ones like Big Bertha and Big. Oh, yeah. Tell me about Big Bertha. <laughs> that sounds interesting. I don't, I don't know much about Big Bertha because I don't really go around all big things. I don't do nothing big besides eating big, but, you know. Don't lie. You know you go whale hunting. Oh, my Harpoon God. Harpoon her. Buffalo hunting is what they call it. 
Ashley Crawford. Imagine a gorgeous fashion model with a body to die for. Everyone, everyone needs to take a moment. You see that model? Oh, yeah. In your eyes on Instagram? Yeah, yeah. And then once she discovers she's a mutant, she gives up her lucrative modeling contracts in order to use her powers for good with her ability to gain mass at a hyper-accelerated rate. <laughs> she becomes a superhero known as Big Bertha. Like, imagine you're just you're just freaking into this model, and she's just banging. She's a 10, and he, she turns a corner because he hears someone like, help, help, and she, she runs away, and you're like, hey, Ashley, where are you going? And the next thing, you just see her go behind a wall, and out of nowhere, you see, Rrr! Big Bertha just come out of nowhere. <laughs> Fucking eats the bad guy. <laughs> right? She's, I mean, she's got super strength and she's nearly impervious. I mean, she's just so massive. Like, how can, how can you stop her? That'd be pretty scary. Like, that's scary. Like, imagine she jumps at you and in the air, she like, blah, gets all big and like lands on you. <laughs> Fucking super slam right there. That's nuts. And she was part of the Great Lakes Avengers. Like, what? Like, that's that's crazy. She she was morbidly obese. <laughs> so in order to keep her day job of strutting down catwalks, she had to ditch the weight and fast. And she can simply duck into the nearest bathroom and purge off all the extra poundage. Like, what? Bulimic as hell. Like, that's scary. See, see, people. There's a body image comic book hero out there, bulimic and fucking morbidly obese at the same time. <laughs> There's a comic book character for all of you. <laughs> God damn. Fuck yeah, dude. So Big Bertha. So I I'd hate have I'd, Dude, that'd be bad. You're out. You, you finally get a 10-piece, and you're having sex with her, and you're like, mm, mm. You're getting it in. You're like, man. I've never been the model like this before in my life. And then she just she just accidentally like activates her powers and just boom fucking becomes gigantic. I'd be terrified. Terrified. <laughs> right when you're about to bust a nut too. Oh She's like, blah. That shit would go from rock hard ready to blow to And you can't escape her, bro. I mean she just like she's super strong, so she like grabs she you. She is the big Bertha. She's like, you better make me come or I'm going to kick your ass. Like an orgasmo. <laughs> I'm going to catch you, boy. you going to eat this. I think we just made a rape joke, but I think we did it. <laughs> I don't know. So what about Extraño? Never heard of that one. It sounds like a novella, right? It sounds like sounds like a damn wrestler in WWE. It does, huh? With like the with like a dang mask and everything. You are tenemos extraños. He's fighting two midgets. El ganador extraño. He fights two midgets dressed as a chacal from Sabado Gigante. And when he lifts them up and he throws them out of the ring, he yells, Afuera! <laughs> Fucking sucks them out. The whole crowd goes wild. Fuera! For those that don't know Spanish, Afuera is like outside. So 
taking him outside, but outside sounds so lame. It does, huh? Afuera has such fury behind the word. It's like there's somebody just screaming, outside, outside. Oh, yeah. All right. So, Estraño, he's a DC character, would have had, uh, let me see, let me see. A DC guy. Oh, boy. So, it's a, according to this article, it's a flat-out embarrassing story arcs. Considered the first openly gay superhero. The opportunity to create a compelling character who simply happened to be homosexual was oh, wasted. Wow. As writers treated Extraño like a walking punchline. So he's a fucking gay joke. Oh, jeez. <laughs> he was written like Extraño was written by straight men who didn't mind the idea of gay people. As long as they never found themselves in a public restroom with one. <laughs> as a result, wow. Extraño whose name literally means strange or odd, embodied every gay stereotype, including flamboyant behavior, a sassy attitude, Damn. and ridiculously gaudy costume. To make matters worse, Extraño contracted AIDS during his tenure as a superhero. Most likely, he was attacked by an HIV-positive vampire called Hemogoblin. Oh, wow. It was, was created by a white supremacist group to eradicate non-whites by having the vampire infect them with AIDS. What the fuck? Yeah. That's insane. That's an insane ass. Oh, my God. So there's some. I got to I got to visit the vampire one. So what? <laughs> Somebody decided to come up with a vampire, a, a white a white supremacy group, to create a vampire that's gonna go around and fucking eradicate non-white people by infecting them with AIDS. That <laughs> that is just you can't make that shit up. Somebody thought of this. Somebody thought of this in their head. And while trying to do that, they infected the first gay superhero. Wow, with AIDS. <laughs> That's incredible. That's incredible. The fact that, like, so, like, you and me, we come up with very crazy theories. And not, not theories, but funny stories, funny things like, oh, what if this happened? And, like, wouldn't it be crazy if, you know, some so did this or that person killed this or we all rallied up for that? You know, crazy what ifs. Mm-hmm. But the fact that these people had those same what ifs. And they decided that it was good enough to put on a comic. <laughs> like they had the out outsource to be able to put that in a comic and spread it to the masses. That's insane. And to think that that, that would have been good entertainment for people. And, God, and people had to agree with him. Like, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's publish this oh, comic yeah. book. Man, if it ain't white, it ain't right. Let's make that vampire and kill all the non-whites. <laughs> that's a good villain. But deeply on the inside, they're probably like, that's a real hero. <laughs> you know there's somebody out there like yeah get him vampire yeah you know what i mean oh boy so what about this one his, his name is ty rock oh boy ty rock i'm gonna guess he is of african <laughs> i said yo he's got an afro too oh boy so ty rock seems like 
a win for race relations as one of DC's first black superheroes. However, if you were to take a peek the character's brief history, you discover that his existence is less of a celebration of equality and more of a black, no, my bad, <laughs> backhanded, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> whoa, uh, hey, whoa. I'm just reading too much black right here. Oh, whoa, whoa, why you gotta be black, brother man? Fucking DC, yo. So the backhanded criticism of racial integration and civil rights. Oh, boy. Prior to 1976, the Legion of Superheroes, a kind of time-traveling intergalactic police force, featured exactly zero black characters. Blue-skinned aliens were okay as long as they had Caucasian facial features, but black characters, even non-speaking ones, were completely devoid of any representation. That is until Tyrock came out onto the superhero scene to knock down the barriers of intolerance and oppression with his lame sound-based powers and super-flat disco outfits. Just kidding. Tyrock was a total jerk who also happened to be a big fan of segregation. The fuck? Oh, my. As, <laughs> as it turns out, Tyrock was the super-powered champion of the fictional island nation of Marzal, whose residents were all black, Tyrock used his powers to enforce racial separate separatism on Marzal Island, using them to shoo away any undesirables or to transport the entire island into another dimension, courtesy of some lost-esque mumbo-jumbo. At least this terrible storyline clear, cleared up where all the black people had been. Goddamn. Wow. The fuck, man? <laughs> Ty Rock, that's crazy. The fuck did I just read, bro? <laughs> yeah, so so it sounds like to knock stuff. Well, first I saw just sound based powers, like was powers of disco because Superfly disco outfits. Like that's crazy. <laughs> so, like, to I'm trying to dive into the mind of the person that created this guy like that dude was must have had quite the image and stereotype of what black people were he's like let me give him an afro and disco outfits yeah they probably thought all black people looked like the uh looked like the black guy from uh what's that one with enter the dragon with bruce lee oh dude <laughs> that was their problem that was their probably like thing of <laughs> of black people back then and it's crazy is that this is such a caucasian dominated field of creative media that was out there like this is crazy right and not many people talk about it you know it's like this is history man you know that's nuts that only the white man had power to put art in the comic book <laughs> and influence other little minds to think black people are weird and they only have disco powers you want to be like superman and what's fucked up is that they even had blue characters, but they had to have white features. Like, what the fuck? What does that mean? Like, yeah, Caucasian-like features. So what? What? Is, what does that mean? Is that like no afro, or like they have blonde hair, but they're blue-skinned aliens? I don't even know. That's crazy. I mean, I don't want to say that's racist, but uh, I mean, uh, 
Oh, this <laughs> this stuff is heavily racist. I agree. It is. This is like this is downright somebody's in somebody's heart and soul. They believe this was okay. And many people agreed. You know, they let the comic get published, and people bought the comics. Like, what the fuck, man? Not damn. Thankfully, it didn't. It's not a movie that we went to go see. I'd rather go watch Black Panther than Tyrock of of Wazar or Marzal. Hey, I guess uh, Luke Cage was or- originally kind of racist, right? Because wasn't oh. he a slave? Oh, Luke Cage was like a straight up freaking what's it called? He was like a black power freaking kind of dude, like hardcore. But I mean, I think they revamped it pretty good. That that show was pretty fucking badass. I didn't watch the show, but I definitely know Luke Cage um, was very, very uh, pro black. About like they had they, I know they gave him a chain, and he was and he would use the chain on on his neck, but he'd also use it to like whip people and wrap them in and just bring them like slavery. I think he had chains on his wrist too, right? Yeah, he would like wrap it around like and punch people or say just bam, Luke Cage, baby. Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, no, they treated him like that kind of guy. They treated him like if he was like a Sam Jackson, like 70s freaking disco era, like wow, pow, you know. Again, it, another thing, people probably thought he was another Enter the Dragon character, whatever his name is. Like <laughs> Like I know was, exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, like he was just a brother. He he called women foxes too, or they made him call women foxes in like the in like the comics. Hey, fox, get over here, little fox girl. And I'm like, what? Not all black people talk like this. This is nuts, right? Like, yeah, this is definitely a stereotype, big time, right there. It's crazy. So, what about you? You got any other superheroes in mind? Black Panther. No, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> Yo, what's this Wakanda power? Yeah, this Wakanda stuff, man, out here. I mean, there's stuff like Rawhide Kid was rated M because he was just gay. Another gay character? Yeah, it was like a cowboy guy. He was just like cowboy dude. Just ee-haw. And it was from Marvel. So they rebooted this old uh, cowboy character from the 1950s. And they made him a homosexual hero. And I mean, obviously their their intentions are probably good there. They're like, oh yeah, let's uh let's make a gay hero and you know, get everyone to be like, yay, gay. But uh you, <laughs> you know. have to be a cowboy, right? Yep, yeah. So then now you got that double entendre and just oh yeah, like it it uh, it doesn't work. It was just he was too raw for children because he was gay, so they gave him a mature rating. He was just mm. he was just raw, raw hide kid was his name. So he liked going raw. <laughs> uh-huh. That that was just insane. But it's crazy how people had these images of gays and black people. Man. Yeah, and um but hey, at least this this guy didn't die from AIDS, right? I mean that's one good thing. Not, yeah, I don't know. That vampire was on his way there. <laughs> he saw Rawhide. <laughs> he went to the Western world. There's Rawhide Kid. I gotta suck his blood and infect him with AIDS. <laughs> oh, no, was... actually, he was just trying to kill non-whites. Rawhide was white, so he's good. Oh, that's right. Uh-huh. We're okay. 
Pastraño, he was Mexican. Why well, he had to be right? That's right. His name is in Spanish. <laughs> yeah, pobrecito. So he was a gay Mexican superhero and died of AIDS. Oh boy! Gotta love comic books. <laughs> so what about get this? He she. <laughs> It sounds like a hermaphrodite coming on. That's exactly what that is. Spot on. A hermaphrodite super villain. But not just in terms of genitalia. He, she was a villain of the crime buster in Lev Gleason's boy comics. And used his, her ability to be a man and a woman to commit crimes. He, she would use the woman half of his, her body to lure in unsuspecting men with his, her feminine wiles. Afterward, he, she's male half would be used to kill and rob the victims. Wow. So aside from being an offensive characterization of actual hermaphrodites, gender fluid individuals and transsexuals, he, she made no logical sense to begin with in order for any of he, she's shame to work. He, she would have to make sure only one side of his, her body could be seen. So I guess he'll, he has half man, half woman body. Huh. <laughs> kind so you, of. So you just show your right side real quick and like, hey, boys. And they're like, hey, lady, you want to have some fun? And they get closer and you just turn to your left side. Like, gotcha, sucker, bangs. Surprise, motherfucker. That'd be wild. <laughs> So, like, out of a corner of a wall, you should, like, pop a titty out. Hey, big boy. That's crazy. Like, who thought that would have been fine? <laughs> so, I mean, obviously he has both genitalia, right? He would have so, to. So, the world was already accepting of you non-conforming, binary, gender, transgender, cross-gender, X, Y, Z, Z, X, O, Y people way back then, I guess, because yeah. mm-hmm. they got a comic book hero. I mean, well, not a hero, but a <laughs> character. <laughs> yeah, he got a villain. Y'all some villains. I would like to see that in the movies. I mean... I think it'd just make more sense if he could fully transform into a woman and fully transform into a man. That'd be crazy. Because, I mean, people do act differently to both genders, you know what I mean? You, you're out here having sex with a woman. You're just getting that shit. And then out of nowhere, they just... And it's a penis that you're just sort of smacking your penis against another oh. penis. You're like... Aah! It like inverts out and pushes your penis out. Yeah, it just pushes you out. You guys just touching sticks. Just... Like, ah! Touching swords. He's like, yeah, it felt good, huh, boy? I'm like, ah! Oh my god, that would traumatize a person so terrifying. bad. Terrifying. But it wouldn't be terrifying the other way, though. If a girl was having sex with a man and he transformed into a woman, I feel like a woman would probably be like, Woohoo, you were a girl the whole time. For real, huh? Like but, pulls out a fucking double headed whatever. I'm not saying I'm not saying every girl would be okay with a guy they ended up hooking up with and turned to a woman, but more or less uh, for a man to be having sex with a woman and have it change to a man would be a big shocker. <laughs> not a lot of men. That's why men are careful nowadays with all these on all these uh, cross gender people, tranny people. 
It's some are very convincing. It's a very big concern for men now out there when you go out and you're trying to date and meet women. When it's too easy, you're like, is this a man right here? I don't know. Especially if she's too cool. Because you know how us guys. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like we're we're fucking cool, but if she's too cool, you, know, uh, you start to think, you start to theorize. You're like, hold on, is this a transgender? Mm-hmm. You look for that Adam's apple and all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> and nowadays, you can't even tell, dude, that you know the surgery is so good sometimes. Oh, the surgery is exceptional now. And uh, it'd be it's worse if like her cock is bigger than yours, you know? Oh yeah, that would be real bad. <laughs> Just bust out and anyone's cock is bigger than mine. So that'd be a big problem for me and just be like, oh, my God. Because that would mean that, you know, you'd have to submit, you know. (laughs) Turn you around. Yeah, you're the woman now. (laughs) Like, no. My turn. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. That's a horrible villain that they thought of there. He, she. That's that's just bad. I think whoever thought about that. They had to have, like, been into trannies or something. You know what I mean? Or something, yeah. Or or they or they met a girl that was exceptional and ended up being a man once they got him to bed. And they're, like, traumatized from it. That They're like, that woman was a villain. And they got robbed by her or him. So they made a comic out of it. It was Cardi know. B. Coronavirus! <laughs> Get it real! <laughs> so you got any more uh, comic book characters um not not that i can think of uh, there's one here black mariah black mariah it says black mariah is a just a straight up mammy the fuck is that a mammy what? Yeah, like a mom, like yeah, black it's like, mama. It's like a grandma. Yeah. Well, she is depicted as a willy political figure in the Luke Cage on Luke Cage, Luke Cage Netflix series. What the fuck? Mariah mm-hmm. Dillard was a cross between a mob boss and a stereotypical mammy when she debuted in Luke Cage Hero for Hire number five, nineteen seventy three. The leader of a criminal gang called the Rat Pack, Black Mariah, would steal from corpses and deal drugs while looking and dressing like a sour-faced Hattie McDaniel from Gone with with the Wind. Needless to say, her character design and overall depiction were updated and upgraded over time. I bet. Hopefully she didn't look like that in the Netflix series. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Ken, a.k.a. Mr. Gentleman. I'm Mr. Gentleman, like the podcast. You are now listening to The Screaming Chew Show. Chew! Like Big Mama? Yeah, like, holy crap. I honestly don't remember Mammy in the Netflix series. Probably because she was just, like, so calm and it wasn't a lady that was stealing stuff off of corpses and selling drugs. I bet you it's, like, a hot chick, too, instead of a big, fat old lady or something. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know, but that that, that one's weird. That one's strange. That one's real strange. Mammy. 
a mammy drug dealing crazy woman mob boss thing. Hey, here's another one. It sounds like Oh, okay. It sounds like um so I guess this is Doctor Strange's teacher, the ancient one. Ah, yes. He's an ancient mystic who spends his time teaching a white guy to be a hero. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, so Dr. Strange's teachers politically incorrect in more than one sense. First, in the comics, the Ancient One was a stereotypical Asian mystic master. Kung Fu master! Again, with the day of fucking Asian <laughs> masters. Yep. That helps a white guy become the primary hero and best student. Then, when the Doctor Strange movie was being made, Marvel chose to alter the ancient one from being a stereotypical Asian elder to a bald Celtic woman. <laughs> oh boy. Mm-hmm. The powers at B at Marvel said that they, they, they cast Tilda Swinton as the ancient one to try to move away from the character's racist depiction in the comics. While some critics claimed it was simply whitewashing Many have also pointed out that the role was cast differently because the original Asian one in the comics was Tibetan, which would potentially upset the Chinese movie going public, given the political tensions between Tibet and the People's Republic of of China. So in the end, Marvel whitewashed a cultural stereotype that would have been politically incorrect anyway. There was really no way to win in this instance. Yeah, so they were like, oh, you're whitewashing. You got a white person again. But then again, <laughs> if they kept Tibetan, then they would have been like, oh, my God, this is fucking horrible. Why would you make the teacher be a Tibetan man called Tibetan from Tibet? And like, so either way, they would have got shit for it. <laughs> yeah, I think this one's better. Uh, the way they depicted that lady in the ancient one in Doctor Strange and the Avengers was... Uh, was good i think i think that was a solid casting versus some asian grandmaster chow young fool like we have enough of that shit the 80s are over man 70s and 80s are. yeah i did like the kung fu master from uh kill bill the old guy i never watched kill bill so i'm gonna... what yeah. well if you like anime it's like a anime in real life yeah, I I like some in Tarantino films, if I can understand them. Other ones are very, like, what were you thinking? Yeah. Tarantino's an interesting man. He's a very interesting man. Yeah, he definitely likes to make you think. I really like his dialogue, though. He's uh, very good with that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I want to understand his brain, but yeah. Racism in comics. Hey, talking about racism too, fucking Tarantino's movie, uh, Django Unchained. You seen that? Oh yeah, that one's something. Holy fuck, dude! <laughs> that one is something. So I was reading that uh behind the scenes, it was like a Tuesday, right? And um, Leonardo DiCaprio he told Samuel Jackson like, "Hey, dude, I'm not comfortable dropping all these n bombs," and then uh. Samuel Jackson told to me, it's just another Tuesday, motherfucker. Hell yeah. <laughs> just another Tuesday. I could totally see him doing that. That's nuts, though. Like, 
Yeah, the stuff we have out there. But see, that that came out at a later time. So now he very well knew that that movie was going to make people uncomfortable. At the same time that that movie was not in any way supposed to intend to oppress anybody or motivate any other groups of people out in the world. But these comics back then, people thought this was okay. (laughs) Hey, here's a wild one. Armless Tiger Man. What? So I guess this is uh, offensive to disabled people. I mean, I could totally see that. So it's a shit show of a disabled comic book character. Oh, man. So, of course, this character is very real. Someone thought up of a Tiger Man villain for Captain America to fight, but decided not to give him arms because... After coming becoming a double amputee in a machine accident, Gustav Hertz trained his feet to be a superhumanly dexterous, and he somehow started to resemble a tiger in the process. <laughs> As the feared armless so, tiger man, what I'm happened? Just gonna, go- I'm just gonna train my feet and see if I just start to look like a tiger one day. I'm not gonna. Tiger I'm not gonna lose my arms, but I'm gonna just start training my feet to pick up things and play Xbox with. Then I'm gonna become a tiger. You attack, and um, yeah. So as a feared armorless tiger man, because subtle description man was apparently taken, Hertz went a campaign to destroy all machines to avenge the loss of his arms while fighting off Captain America and Black Panther, among other Marvel heroes. Oh, and he worked with the Nazis. While once can, one can argue that Armless Tiger Man could possibly empower and inspire, inspire real amputees, it's a weak argument at best. An armless hero might work, but probably not if his powers were directly in conjunction with his amputee state. Do you know what doesn't put amputees in a positive light? An evil Nazi amputee that resembles a tiger. It's like, oh my, that's that's harsh. It's like everyone, it's like these comic guys wanted to get in these other demographics. I understand that. They wanted gay people to have a gay person. They wanted hermaphrodites to have a hermaphrodite. They wanted Latin people and black people to have someone they can relate to. And even amputees. But they did it all in such the most wrong and racist and stereotypical ways that they could. That's crazy. They did it in like the do not do example way. Yeah, like they took it to the extreme. That's but insane. I think it's crazy that he fought Captain America and Black Panther, but we had never heard of this guy. Oh, no. With good reason. <laughs> Armless Tiger Man. Like, this guy was going around destroying machines because he lost his arms to a machine. Like, what kind of motive is that? <laughs> if you have something as pure as Thanos to balance out the world or because you fell in love with death, that makes sense. Like. Thanos, like, honestly, I loved that villain. Like, I mean, he had a point, but he was fucked up. Like, it's like. People call him a villain to this day. I still won't. 
Yeah, dude. At least, like, at least the movie Thanos. The movie Thanos was well done. The comic book Thanos just had more of a. He just fell in love with Death because Death is like an actual embodiment person. It's a it's a woman, and oh. he's like, "I love you so much, Death. What can I do for you?" And she's like, "Kill a million souls for me." He's like, "Done." So he just goes to kill people just just so he he can win her heart. Also, they change the story in the movie, then, huh? Oh yeah, the movie. He's so much more righteous, and I love it. Like balance. so about balance, yep. Yeah, it's beautiful. Hey, Such a beautiful tale. Talking along those lines, like you have a very good point. Like you know, I don't want to get into the coronavirus oh, thing, but oh, you're good. You seen the fucking pictures of like Italy, how everybody's quarantined? The canals, this clear fucking water. Dolphins are coming up. You know to the by the bay area uh thailand all the monkeys are running in the streets and china other places there's like deer in the middle of the streets like nature's coming back china all the pollution's going down dramatically pollution everywhere man i don't know if you've been outside i've had the clearest days in florida here lately after everyone said stop traveling stop moving around less planes in the sky less cars on the road it's like Daniel's fucking snapped his finger. You know what I mean? I'm telling you, man. This <laughs> shit is not a villain. It's not a villain. In order for this earth to survive, we would actually probably have to cut it in half because we're populating at such an accelerated rate and our resources aren't there to meet the demands. That's why there's such a high poverty level and homeless level. But that's a... Yeah, they need to make a new hero called Corona Man. <laughs> Fuck political correctness now. So it's like so it's like Thanos, but instead of like snapping his finger, he releases a virus. No, he just goes and sneezes on people one at a time <laughs> and they die. Wait, is he Asian? Is there another stereotype? He's Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> hey, people, and if you're listening, it's because he's from China. That's why. Well, we're gonna give him Caucasian facial features so he, you know, can pass. <laughs> hey, would his voice be dubbed? in like an american accent yeah it would be too we can do that we can make it happen that way um he'll also have like 10 rings on his hands and wear a chain because he feels like he was oppressed but the chain is him breaking out of the chains it's a metaphor huh it's a metaphor yeah yeah what's the what's another most racist superhero we can make up right now this is the the chewy and gefilte comic corporation and it's happening guys <laughs> I don't know if anybody's surprised, but you shouldn't be. Yeah, no, no, you shouldn't. Hey, so, so Corona Man, since he has an Asian accent, would it be Kelowna Man? Uh, oh, yeah, because they can't say the R. <laughs> co co it's a, the, how about a W? Corona Man. Corona Man. I like it. Yeah, all right. <laughs> My God. So are horrible people. <laughs> but back then, but back then. I, you and me would be sitting here thinking of this very idea, and we would have thought it was okay. We'd be We're like, rich. yo, this is such a great idea. Let's put this to the press now. And a month later, we have a whole damn comic dropping them off at fucking comic book stores. And kids like, oh, look, Corona Man. <laughs> Little kids playing outside, sneezing at each other. I'm Corona Man. Achoo, achoo, you're infected now. You're going to die. No, you didn't sneeze on me. <laughs> Oh my god. You're standing six feet away. That's not enough to infect me. Yeah, that's crazy. 
Corona man. And for everybody saying like, yo, people are dying out there. Why the fuck are you guys laughing? Hey man, you just gotta make light out of any situation. Oh, yeah. You have to laugh. No, people are dying every day. People have been dying in the your last episodes. People were dying. The episodes before that, all my episodes, people were dying over killing and um, obesity and gun violence and every everything, man. All sorts of other reasons people are dying. Choking but, on chicken wings. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, there there should never be a oh my, that's so insensitive. Now, just because it's happening right now and it's what the media is hyping up right now, don't worry about it, people. Enjoy, kick back, enjoy these lovely episodes of this screaming chewy. This is what it's all about, man. Yeah, people yeah. kick back and enjoy stuff. Enjoy more pure media outlets. And racist superheroes. <laughs> racist fucking superheroes. Hopefully people got a good kick out of those too. Right. I was just I was just flabbergasted with my mouth open, just shocked. Just holy crap. Yeah, I, I can't I still can't believe they fucking actually came into comics, you know, and blows my mind. Like the hate like the hate monger. You hear about the hate monger? Oh, tell me about him. Oh man, he was he stirs discord with his racist rhetoric. He was a he's a big hooded man and he just basically had a freaking gun and he'd shoot him with his hate gun and it causes people to hate each other. So he was the hate monger. And he was Whoa. just like and the best part is he's a clone of Hitler. What yeah. the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it sounds like it was like an eight-year-old's pitch to the fucking comic book store. What if there's this guy called Hate Man, and he has a hate gun, and he shoots you with it, and then you hate people? Like, jeez. And he's a clone of Hitler, because Hitler hates. Yeah, and he was an enemy for Fantastic Four and Captain America. Like, just mm. crazy. What the fuck? I wonder if, like, there's a scene where he made them hate each other. No man, but he had a he had a hood on like the KKK, but it was all black. Oh, what the fuck! <laughs> yeah, yep. He just had the fucking spiky black hood with red eyes and stir hate in the masses with his xenophobic views, views and his hate rain, hate gun, and like that's just crazy. Like, what the these fuck? Things are good ideas. Like this is nuts. <laughs> How wow. desperate. Were these comic book writers getting like <laughs> what? what's crazy and these are dc and marvel you know what i mean yeah this isn't like those comic books that died off and you don't know anymore these are the big dogs right now they tried these things because they wanted to dive further in and it failed obviously for why they failed but like geez somebody had to come in the office and be like yo man no good no good <laughs> For real. Or, I mean, they even had, like, the, that one girl, Shamrock, the Irish fucking stereotype. The four-leaf clover lady. Red hair. She had the color green suit and the good fortune from Ireland. Yeah, she was, uh... She was just one weird superhero. Molly Fitzgerald. A hero in the Marvel Universe who went by the name of Shamrock. That's a good Irish accent, by the way. Uh, I, yeah, everyone's probably gonna hate Gefilte now because I'm over, I'm over here imitating your people. And she this fought, is perfect. She fought the forces of evil by being really lucky. Seriously, 
Her superpower was literally the look of the Irish. <laughs> what the fuck? Seriously? <laughs> her superpowers. All the Irish people would give her like the luck, and she was like empowered by the luck. <laughs> yeah. So is she like Domino, but the white version? She was. She was just Irish as fuck. <laughs> she got her. She got her powers by kissing the Blarney Stone. Did she drink whiskey? Hang out at pubs? Yeah, probably. Yeah, they were probably making her as Irish as they could. Wow, dude. Yeah, and the only way they cut they cut her from like everything is um, she slipped in a non superhero related accent. So when she was just out of costume, and she broke her leg, so that believed her that her luck ran out, and she hung up her shamrock tights for good, mate. What the fuck? That's it. You'd think she like die all heroic or something, you know? Nah, man. That luck. My luck ran out. That the look? The look of the Irish. So she kissed a stone and that, that's what gave her her powers? Um, she... Uh, no, that's a joke. She oh. probably kissed a Blarney stone. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at least she didn't that, like. That, that would be the most Irish thing, right? Unless you like drink a, a freaking a boot of beer or something. <laughs> das Boot! Oh, man. So, yeah, I think that's pretty much it, right? Is there any more you can think of? I mean, we went over Vibe, the Mexican Wonder, Egg Foo, and the Mandarin, the Asian fucking racist folks. Cod piece, the fucking cock, the one inch cock thunder that had a revenge. Captain Coconut, the fucking black on the outside, <laughs> white on the inside. Big Bertha, the, the bulimic fucking model. Extraño, the gay Mexican dude. Like, we went, we did, the, what's his name? Uh, Luke Cage and Torlik, what was the guy's name? Uh, Tyrog. Yeah, Tyron, Tyron. The, two, the two extremely racist black folks that they thought that's what black people would have loved or something like and he she he she <laughs> yeah the damn fucking creature of he she went through a hate monger the freaking KKK Nazi freaking monster thing the armless tiger guy fuck what was his name um oh the no arms tiger man or something like it was so stupid yeah the I, the armless tiger man i yeah. think that's what the hell i think there's one we skipped there's a uh, ebony white oh boy i wonder if oh boy here we go <laughs> this oh shit okay so ebony white is a caricature straight up Straight out of a minstrel show, the fuck? Oh boy! So the spirit, uh, the spirit sidekick and friend Ebony White is a epitome of having good intentions while still feeding into stereotypes. Debuting in uh, in Will Eisner's The Spirit in 1940, Ebony White was a resourceful young man that helped the spirit solve mysteries fight enemies, and could drive a cab at age 12. Yet he was drawn with big pink lips, bugged out eyes, 
and spoke in a minstrel show-like speech pattern. Then there's the obvious racial pun with his name. Eisner's received both praise and criticism for White's creation because, while the character was a full-blown stereotype, White was portrayed as a hero and more clever than he appeared. Eisner owned up to the using a racial stereotype but defended his stance, stating that humor at the time consisted of bad English and physical difference in identity. Jeez. I uh, am, man. I can't believe it. That was a pretty bad one. <laughs> yeah, like. So the spirit was that that one movie that came out like ten years ago? That was like, like Sin City. It was made by the guys who made Sin City. I I can see it in my eyes because it was that weird shady gray color, but I don't. I cannot recall it. I never watched it myself, so I wasn't really too sure. Yeah, I've seen that movie, but I, I had no idea it used to be a comic book. Hmm. It's called The Spirit. And um, yeah, made by Frank Miller, I think. Sheesh. Uh, yeah, Frank Miller actually is a legendary man. That dude had a lot of good stuff. But yeah. it's it's unfortunate to see that there's also bad stuff included in there as well. What's happening to me? Are you dogging up? Yeah. That hot name. Have you have you heard of the Gin Genie though? The Gin Genie? No, what the yeah. fuck? <laughs> the Gin Genie. Tell so, me about this. So, is so it like gin, gin alcohol? Yes, sir. So it was a nasty drunk. Gin Genie had a it was a mutant from like you know the X-Men and such who could generate seismic waves, so create waves out there and shake the world up, which was a direct result of high how high uh her blood alcohol content was so <laughs> yeah so um it would just target their own team members and kill their own people powerful seismic blasts <clears throat> making her more akin to the one friend who can't handle their booze and gets them dragged out of a bar and by the bouncer starts fights with everybody so it's basically that person that gets you in trouble because they're drinking way too much trying to fight fucking a gang of Fucking cartel members at a bar because they're like, ah, fuck you, man. I got, I, I, my boys will kick your ass. And you're over here like, no, no, we're you're not. A motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, you're like, you fucking bitch. So, you but, sure that's not the Irish superhero? No, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> she's a lucky mite. No, yeah, Jin Genie uh, makes a joke basically out of alcohol dependence. And since she's essentially useless when she's not loaded and fucking plastered. And the character implies that being drunk makes you better. <laughs> so alcohol is like spinach to her, like from a Popeye. Yeah, this is crazy. Oh, man. Wow. I can't believe that's a real fucking superhero. You're telling me, man. I can't believe it either. So I was that also it. Marvel or DC? That was, I don't recall. I don't remember which that one was, actually. Genji. Oh, got an alcohol's way to go. Keep drinking. At least that was not too bad. It's just like promoting alcoholism, but yeah. it's not like racist. <laughs> True. I'm surprised there isn't a a goddamn uh, a uh, smoking one now or something. 
the cigarette man or something like that. Or one that you got to smoke weed. He's got to be high. Oh, can- cannabis, coconut, Captain Cannabis. How about that? Goes around in and saving the world. Hey, dude, fucking Juanito had a good idea. He said that's Towley from South Park. He's always got to be high. Oh, yeah, he can be high. Towley from South Park. I remember he was fucking, um, there was like a code. He had, they, had, they were trying to get in. And Tally's like, I know the code. And then he punches a number. He's like, beep, beep, boop, beep, boop, 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 boop. And then nothing opens. He's like, what was that? He's like, that's the code to Funky Town. Oh, my. <laughs> funky Town. That's some Tyrock shit right there with his disco outfits. Tyrock. <laughs> wow. With his music and stuff. I mean, I'd be pretty Audio scared. superpowers. Like a disco man tries to fight you. Be like, whoa, whoa, man. Whoa, whoa. No, senor. No, no. Either he's a time traveler or maybe just fucking crazy. I mean, maybe he's not even a superhero. Maybe he's not. Maybe he's just a man that has bumping beats. Bumping beats. Oh, shit. Bumping beats. That's hey. probably what they went for. That's a superhero right there, dude. What if it's like a DJ? <laughs> like a Lucio from uh, from Overwatch. Have you ever played Overwatch? Uh, I played it when it was like free to play, like for a weekend. Okay, now it's making me think that someone's racist in there. Because there's more black people. Actually, I'm thinking. Yeah, there is. I'm pretty sure there is. In Overwatch? But why, but, yeah, but why does... What is that? They would they got real stereotypical now that I'm thinking about it. The Russian guy is a big guy with an axe and just Rah! and the black guy has dreads and skates around and he speaks <laughs> he speaks like a Rastamon and he's a DJ. He's a DJ trying to break down the beat. Bang! So maybe it hasn't maybe th- these kind of ideas haven't ended yet. And That's we're just true. we're just they're just subliminally kind of throwing them in there. Either we've become desensitized to a certain level now because back then the the bar the the level of filter was probably very high we or we we didn't care too much we let that shit be printed out and now it's just pretty tight but they they're probably right outside that window and they're just just knocking on the doors with these these sensitive things like giving wow. like giving the the only black guy in the Star Wars universe a purple lightsaber you know stuff like that dude yeah. that's a very good point man and i agree mm-hmm. with you Maybe it's yeah. just like so subliminal. We just accept it. And we don't even yeah. fucking know. They're not. They're not being so obvious about it. Like now, saying this is Tyrock, the Black Thunder, with audio and chains and yada yada, <laughs> you know, or Captain Coconut. They're more just like, oh, this is a uh, this is Black Panther. What kind of forever? <laughs> and so in a hidden part of Africa. Yeah. And in Overwatch, ain't there like an Asian chick and she's like in a robot or some shit? Oh, you're right. Like a big hey. old mech suit. Yeah, the Gundam suit and the other Asian chick has like a freezing thing. May. See, Gundam, Dang. Asian anime. Dang Asian. The other Asian guys are Hanzo and the other guy with the bow, the Wakate Kikiro Kala, and the other guy with the samurai sword. Just... Oh, he throws ninja stars, right? Yeah. That one was my favorite. 
Yeah, I don't know, man. It might still be around. <laughs> Y'all tell Screaming Chewy, is, the, is that little subliminal racist stuff still in there in the system? I don't know. Yeah, guys, let me know. Uh, what do you think about this? And uh, is there any racist or politically incorrect characters that you can think of? You know, just Damn. send me a message. Whether it be in video games or movies, TV shows, maybe there's something still out there that we didn't go over today. And we just know. accept it. <laughs> yeah, we just accept it. Or, you know, maybe someone out there has a whole Facebook community built around hating it or something. Hate. Shut it's it down. It's that fucking hate gun, yo. He's fucking still around. He's hitting us. I mean, I'm thinking even like something like Gears of War can almost, almost in a way, um, put it. I guess if I'm trying to be really extreme, they made the main character, you know, uh, Marcus Phoenix, very Caucasian. Then they added the smart Shit. guy, Baird, being very smart, and he's Caucasian. And they kill off the Mexican Dominic Santiago, and they made oh. him have PTSD for his wife and everything. Oh, that was so sad. You're gonna make they, me cry. And they made the black guy very crazy and wow, yeah, baby, let's get it, baby. Like I Can't stop the wrong. train, baby. I, I love, I love the fucking games. I love it all, but someone could possibly perceive it like, why did you make the black guy not the smart guy, or you know, or you know. They could perceive that's, it as that way. That's very true. And you know what? It's funny you bring that up. I was listening to a podcast the other day, and like, I don't want to get into racial stuff, but you know, the, no, the host yet. is a white dude, and he had a guest is a black dude. And he was like, Yeah, you know, they're talking about political stuff in the government. And he told the black, like, Yeah, like, let's say I'm a business owner, and this law, it would affect me this way and that way. And he's like, And let's say you're in jail, and this would affect you. And the black dude's like, Wait, wait, wait. Why am I in jail and you're the business guy? And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, people just think certain ways and you don't even think about it yourself, you know? You don't, man. You don't. It's, uh, it's crazy. It could be so, it could be so ingrained into the code, the very underlying code that people don't, don't think about it, but. Mm-hmm. That's that's a crazy journey. Who would have thought that comic books had those kind of characters actually published and fighting the heroes that we know today? And I had no idea of most of those. And they fight the fuck, like you said, the the heroes that we know today. You know, the famous Fantastic ones. Four, Captain America, Superman, like Black White Panther, Woman. and they were out here fighting those people. So whoever read that comic was like, "Ooh, who's this guy? Hate monger." Like, who mm-hmm. knew Wonder Woman fought a Chinese fucking egg? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> That's crazy. Well, man, I'm going to I'm gonna end this episode. And uh, so do you have any, uh, any messages, any, uh, you know, any, for our listeners here? Go write the most racist comic you can't. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and see if it gets approved now. Nowadays, any, any positive won't. challenges? Because I know Challenge. you love doing that in your show, and I, I think it's do. amazing. Yeah, every week we come out with a challenge on my show for the bettering of the world. How about um, this one's a tough one. I wasn't prepared. Usually I have a backup one in my pocketbook. But, um, you know, you know, if people, people listen to this right now, how about a challenge, if, if you allow me to put the challenge in your show? Of course, man, of course. You can integrate a little Gefilte show in here. There you go. So, Definitely. Uh, 
the challenge in despite today's current um outbringings and and forces of the world that's going on we we brought you guys a sense of comedy and um insight on something in the past with with racist stuff i feel like pulling away from that uh since we were talking about very stereotypical characters of asian and black and latin descent how about the challenge this week being right now there's a stigma against um mostly asian descent folks and you know you hear them cough you see them with a mask people are a little bit more like wary like yeah let's stay away from them i challenge you folks that if any if you witness hopefully you as a listener to the screaming chew show are a good person and don't already do that sort of sort of discrimination if you do stop it that's your challenge nice if you if you are a great person you're already not like in that way but if you witness this happen say something step up yeah stay six feet away from somebody but say hey that's not right i need you to stop that they they're just another person like you and me and we all could be infected so i challenge you folks to keep the positivity and eliminate that that small bit of racist stigma that's going on the same way we eliminated these comic book characters from the past i love it man that's great that's an amazing challenge right there i mean just if just people listening right now if they started doing that i mean if they're not already doing it yeah yeah that'd make a big hope. difference oh yeah yeah definitely and if you and if you did it feel free to reach out to me too gefilte at gmail nice and easy or let screaming chewy know so gefilte host of the gefilte show people listening right now where can they tune into your podcast man where can they get a hold of you literally on every piece of audio format that you can think of whether it be apple podcast spotify google podcast the simplest and easiest way i have made it for you folks is if you go to gafilta.com and you do forward slash tgs for the gafilta show gafilta.com g-a-f-i-l-t-h-a dot com and that will literally have the links for everything you need to go to and everything you need to stalk me on and follow me on and it just keeps it nice sweet and simple and merchandise yeah i i got a store now because people ask for it so if you want to buy shirts mugs you know, freaking mouse pads whatever you want it's there but enjoy it and uh yeah stalk me follow me enjoy it because Screaming Chewy's been on the show a few times, or I think three or four times right now. The mm-hmm. most, the most frequent person on my show, and I can't wait to kick back a new season to have you back on it, man. Oh yeah, man, I can't wait either, man. It's gonna be fucking epic. I mean, you already have a great show as it is, you know. And now that you're working on it even more, it's just gonna be fucking crazy. Oh no way, no way. It'll, it'll, be, it'll never meet the standards of your, <laughs> of your exceptional Screaming Chewy show over here. No, well, thank you, man. And um, hey, thanks again for being on, man. This was this was fun. <laughs> Heck yeah, having the two great talkers together again. The Arizona podcasters set them so far now. Hey, we didn't get too filthy this time, right? I mean, we got a little races. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, no, the other people got racist for us. Exactly. We, we just talked about it. Yeah, we just brought it to your attention on how racist the comic book industry was back then. So hopefully that was an, an eye-opener for some people. You know, they're more aware of uh, the fuck's going on in the comic book world, or yeah. what's going on. <laughs> yeah, uh, unless they can see something differently than I can. <laughs>
But uh, yeah, man, thanks again for being on, and um, see you next time, bro. Heck yeah, folks. Be sure to listen to his show, though. Get, donate, subscribe, follow, share it. Screaming Chewy Show. Number one show out there, baby. Woo! Yeah, thank you, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Hell yeah. Till the next time. Peace. everyone thanks for tuning in and if you'd like to support this podcast you can find me at anchor.fm slash screaming chewy gmail.com there'll be three options for a monthly subscription first one i believe starts at a dollar a month yo yeah dollar a month yeah and if you don't want to that's cool you can follow me on facebook and youtube screaming chewy show for some memes some more videos for episodes and behind the scenes kind of deal, right? You can follow me on Twitter, uh, Screaming Chewy. Yeah, not Screaming Chewy, so I should probably change it. But it's just Screaming Chewy. And uh, thanks for listening. Peace.